0: Hi, and welcome to the first ever recording of our brand new podcast, View from the Sideline. A football-themed podcast hosted and created by myself, Richard Page, and my good friend and co-host, Chris White. Say hi, Chris. Hello. Just to give you a bit of background uh, to why we create the podcast, Chris and I worked together and we found we mostly talk about football. So why not talk about football to others through a podcast, start a debate and let other people join in? If they agree or disagree, football's all about opinions and we welcome yours through the following channels.
1: So um, we've got Facebook. You can uh, like us on Facebook. That's View From The Sideline Podcast. You can get in touch via Twitter. That's at VFTSL Podcast. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel, which is View From The Sideline. And you can also get in touch with us via email, which is view from the sideline at hotmail.com.
0: Lovely. Thanks, Chris. So, uh, we expect the running time of the podcast to be around 45 minutes, uh, as it's the first one today, we're just going to kind of go with it and, uh, see where we end up. So we'll crack straight on. So Chris, uh, couple of games into the season already, so I don't think we've uh, got any sort of head start on this feature that we're going to do now but we're going to go through our top four and bottom three predictions for this season's Premier League
1: So, uh, for the top four um, I've gone with in first Manchester City I just feel like Again, this season, I think they will probably be even further ahead by the end of the season than what they were last season. Um, Didn't really need to spend that much money in the uh, summer transfer window. Um, They've already got a pretty complete squad as it is.
0: To be Um, fair, though, they they only really bought Marez. I think he was the only one, wasn't he? Only big uh,
1: anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, they don't. I didn't think they really <laughs> needed to build on what they had too much already. Um, uh, um, the thing is with with Mares, it's it's difficult because I, I I actually quite like Sane, so um, I would I would prefer Sane to play over Mares.
0: Well, I've got to be honest with you, Chris. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you. As, as strange as you may find that I have also got Man City to win the Premier League this season as I'm sure most people will who, who have you got in second?
1: I went for just... Liverpool
0: oh. <laughs> I, I think we should just point out at this point that Chris is a Chelsea fan I'm surprised he didn't have Chelsea in
1: second uh, I was That's trying what? to be as realistic as I could with these predictions but you know, I, Liverpool, although it kind of pains me to say it, they they look probably even better than what they did last season, I think. It, even though it's probably the first two games. Um, I'd say they, they look a lot better at the back. Um, but obviously with Salah up front, it, it, he's... One, you know, he's, mate. he's
0: one, one season wonder, Salah.
1: I don't know. The the thing is, when he was at Chelsea, he's he wasn't he was nothing the player that he is now. I I don't know what changed. I don't know whether it was because he was wasn't getting enough game time at Chelsea. I'm just not sure. But I've gone for yeah, Liverpool second.
0: Yeah, uh I've also gone for Liverpool second. To be honest, I thought we would. Uh, I thought we'd differ there. I th- I think the the thing with Liverpool this season is going to be. Um, I totally agree with you. They've absolutely tightened up at the back. So I think they'll be absolutely fine. I just, I I think if you take away what Mo Salah did last season, if he doesn't do the same this season, are they the same team? I'm not convinced they've added goals, but I think as an overall team, I think, uh, I think I'm going to have to agree with you, Chris. So yeah, I've got Liverpool in second as well.
1: So, in third, I have gone for my team, Chelsea, um, above uh, Tottenham. um, Again, I, I, at the start of the season, I was very, like, it could be just one of those seasons where Sarri's just getting to know the squad, the squad is trying to learn his new tactics. Obviously, we've gone back to four at the back, which, you know, is quite a big change from having five at the back. But I think with... The Players that we've signed, I'd say that they're quite positive sign ins. In um, Jorginho, you know, probably one of the you know best passes in in Europe. So, you know, with him and Cante in the middle, you know, you know, the back still look a bit weak, but I'd say quite positive summer transfer window. And I, I do think that we'll um, you know, get third if if we get higher than third, you know, that'd be great.
0: This is, this is where I'm going to disagree with you, Chris. Are you going to I'm, go for Tottenham? <laughs> no, I'm not going to go for oh. Tottenham. In third place, I've gone for United. Oh, OK. And the reason being is I just think it's because it's Man United, because it's Mourinho. They will always be there or thereabouts. And I think the main difference with them this year is I think they may have to go in the transfer window in January. And I think if they need to, they will. So I think there's always room for them to strengthen. I think it's pretty clear they they lack a, a, a decent centre half. I think the fact that they were linked with so many defenders in the in the summer window kind of tells you that. But I, I just somehow, somehow Mourinho always seems to do it, and I, I'm not convinced this year is going to be any different. So. <laughs> I well, think I don't. I, I think there's probably going to be a bit of a gap between the top two and United, but I still I still think they'll be there.
1: So I'm going for United in third place. Wait and see about that. I I, just, I don't know. I just the way that they've started it just it just reminds me of how Chelsea were under Mourinho in his third season at Chelsea. Both times he ended up getting sacked. So I don't know. I I just find with Mourinho if he doesn't. Get the players that he wants. He he kind of he gets funny with the board. He you know he starts acting quite strangely. in, in press conferences and stuff. And you could, and already he started calling certain players out in the team for not performing well, which probably you know in some cases he has a right to. But do you do it as openly as what he does it? I don't, I don't know. But again we'll wait and see about that. But in in four five I've gone for Tottenham. Again, you know, didn't didn't sign anyone in the summer, but some will agree that they probably didn't have to with the squad that they've got. You know, with the squad that they've got, should they be getting higher than fourth, probably? But you know, I, I,
0: I, I'm in agreement with you, Chris. So it looks like the only the only. Place we disagree is on Chelsea. I haven't got well, Chelsea so you, in the top you four. You didn't, have, you didn't
1: have them in the top four. I
0: didn't, I didn't. I'm afraid, mate. But um, I I totally agree with you with Spurs. But the, the I, I think that Spurs finishing top four this season will be a real achievement. I think, like you say, no mm-hmm. no activity in in the summer window at all. Yeah, it's a great squad. There's no there's no doubt about that. They've finished in the the top four sort of continuously over the last couple of years so I don't I, I don't see this season being any different, I don't think there was necessarily a need to go out and buy for the sake of it but I, I think mm-hmm. they'll get top four so I, I, that's why I've put them in four for well, same as yourself. Yeah. I yourself it's just Chelsea mate I've, I've not purposely left them <laughs> I, just, I, I just I think Europa League is going to hinder them this year, I think the Thursday, Sunday thing is mm-hmm. going to affect them so, Aww. we'll see at the end of the season, but we're we're pretty much level apart from I've... So, it's just the third I've third blatantly plate. left your side out of the top four, mate, for which I apologise.
1: Wow, it's a bit hard. I, I feel I like should see. change mine now.
0: <laughs> no, you can't change it, mate. It's, it's it's recorded, you can't change it. So, you're bottom three.
1: So, um, well, I'll start, I'll start but, with rock bottom, so 20th. Um, I've gone with Cardiff. I just, I just yeah, looking look at them. at The first two games, they haven't spent the money like Wolves and Fulham have when they've, when they've both come up. They, they, their players are, are championship players at the end of the day. I can't, I cannot see them doing that much. Probably win a couple of games, but I, I think inevitably, I think they'll go down. I think. You know Warnock's done well to get them up, but I think not spending money I think is is going to inevitably get them relegated.
0: Can you see Cardiff breaking the record for the lowest points tally? There's a, um, lot, of people, there's a lot of people talking about this that they yeah. did less than,
1: less, no, than I,
0: Dar- less than Derby did when they only got eleven points.
1: I think they'll get more. I think there's. Well, th- they have got one. Yeah, they've I, got I, one I've... already. Yeah, I think that the teams that will be in and around them, I think you know they could easily get a, a like a one-nil, two-nil victory over them. But I, I, just, I can't see them staying up, to be honest.
0: No, I'm in agreement with you, mate. I think yeah. um, even two games in, I think, uh, I think Cardiff are already down. If that's even possible. What about uh, nine teams?
1: So I've gone with uh, Huddersfield. Um, quite unfortunate, really, because they've had the the first two games of you know Chelsea and Manchester City. That's not ideal for them. Um, but again, I think last year they did they started well last year, uh, but they did tail off towards the end of the season. And you know by the end of the season they were almost in and around you know the bottom three. So again, haven't really bought anyone that I think that's going to really change. Their, their play, I, I, you know they've got a good manager. I do like their manager. I think that you know if they do go down, I think maybe he could probably stay in the Premier League if there's another team going at the time. But no, I, I can't see him staying up.
0: No, me neither. Uh, this, this actually looks like we've um, discussed this beforehand, but I can assure you we haven't. you <laughs> gone for them I, as well. I, I've got Huddersfield 19th <laughs> as well. But the, the, the main reason for me is I think that I think I think they did well last year. I think they yeah. they started off really well. They they did they did sort of weaken towards the end of the season, but I think the key thing this year is I think that the weak the teams that were weaker than them last year that went down, yeah. The teams that have come up are probably already stronger than them. I, I think that the table never That's lies. Right, yeah. I think last year when when Swansea, West Brom, and Stoke went down, they were actually worse than Huddersfield throughout the season but I, I can't see uh Wolves for example being worse than Huddersfield this year so I think that, like, the teams that are worse than them, than them have gone so yeah that's why I've got them in 19th I think 18th is a real tricky one I, he
1: well, it took me a it took me a while to think of because I think it could be probably one of about four or five teams but yeah, I had,
0: I had a flip of a coin I had a flip of a coin
1: I've probably a very unpopular choice with some people. <laughs> I've gone for Southampton. Oof, um, controversial. I press. know, yeah. Purely the fact that, again, I don't... I, they needed a striker in the summer tracks and, window, and I just don't think that Danny Ings, is, he's not going to get 15, 16 goals in a season he's hardly played last two seasons I don't I, I just don't think they have strengthened well up front you know they, they bought a couple of good midfielders but I I just I they weren't that great last season and I don't think that Danny Ings is going to change anything for them I he had an okay game at the weekend but again I just I just can't sit i but to be fair, it would, I, there was probably four other teams that I could have gone for, um, but I just weighed up the options with the other ones. West Ham were another one as well that I had that I, I was I've thinking about. Way, Chris. So you... my
0: my flip up was between Southampton, but I've gone for Fulham,
1: mm. Mm.
0: and the reason is. Is I think that they will struggle at times in the Premier League with the amount of players that they've bought. I think it's really difficult to gel such a large amount of new signings. Although they've bought people that have got Premier League experience, I think it it's shown when any when any team goes out and basically rebuilds their team, it's going to take them time. I remember Spurs when they bought the Gareth Bale with the Gareth Bale money. And I think out of the, the 27 players that we bought, I think only two of them were actually any good and are hey, still there.
1: Hey, yeah.
0: Hey. Ericsson and Lamella, I would say.
1: Mm. I'd say one, one of the them is good. I'm not too so sure about Lamella.
0: It's quality, mate. It's quality. Yeah.
1: Wow. So
0: but you've. Yeah, you've... I, I've gone for Fulham. Fulham. I, I, I did have Saints in mind, yeah. but I'm going to stay loyal to my local team. Um, and avoid the wrath of many family and friends who are Saints fans. But I I, 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 I do think Fulham are going to struggle. Yeah, for
1: I've, Fulham gone, I've were... gone
0: for Fulham in 18th. I think yeah. they're a good side, and I, and I like Fulham. But I think they're just going to have... I think it's going to take them a bit of time to gel. I think Mitrovic is a good player. I think he's a good sign, and he'll score goals, but...
1: Do you think I, that, I
0: just I, I just think that I, I think they're gonna struggle as well do you
1: think that if they were to go down because obviously they've bought all these players for the Premier League when they if they do go down you know they're gonna find themselves in a bit of trouble sort of like a max exodus but see I went for Southampton but never' mind
0: yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that the people Fulham have bought have got some sort of clause in their contract that says if they right. go down, they can they can leave for nothing or something like that. I'm sure there's someone in there. Okay, so... so... Th- that's our predictions, uh, top four and relegation for this season. So we weren't too far apart, really, just, just one team either side. Yeah,
1: and... literally, it was the third... Um... 3rd place and 18th place wasn't it yeah.
0: so. I think Chelsea are going to get a taste for the Europa League so I think they'll want to go back in there next year okay. anyway so we'll, we'll, we'll see how those predictions pan out Chris over the next uh, we'll,
1: um, we 6 or, or 7 them. months Yeah, well, we'll post them on the social media accounts as well um, and we'll see if you um, also people listening if you want to you can put your top 4 and bottom 3 on there as well We'll, um, yeah, we'll get, it'd be
0: good to get a different view. I'm sure there's um, I'm sure there's a few different teams that people think are gonna gonna fill those places at the end of the season. Right, Chris. So we'll move on to the next topic, which is gonna be our regular feature of a weekly teaser. So we will take it in turns to throw uh, a football-based question at each other with the aim of it being answered by the end of the podcast so are you ready
1: i am are ready you, are you
0: ready and you have your search engine switched off
1: everything is away from me right now okay I've got pen and so I'm paper to
0: here so chris i want you to tell me which current premier league manager has an olympic gold medal so which current Serving Premier League manager From the 20 managers available Has a gold medal An Olympic gold medal
1: that's, uh, that's, That feels like something I should know And I have not got the foggiest clip But I'll have a think It's a good one isn't it That is a very good one Yeah it's a good one Well I've got a 1 in 20 chance of getting it right <laughs> You have, You have
0: But I think it may surprise you You can get a bonus point if you can tell me How they got the medal
1: it could be quite funny.
0: <laughs> but we'll come back. We'll come back to that at the end of the pod cool. If you've got an answer. Okay, so we'll move on to the weekend review of the matches just gone. So the second round of matches in the Premier League. If you want to start us off,
1: Chris. So um, I was going to start with. I,
0: I, I think I know where you're going to start.
1: So the cut now, is will <laughs> for the Chelsea game. So the um, the Chelsea-Arsenal uh, game on Saturday. Um, at the start of the game, I was quite nervous. We're 20 minutes into the game, I was thinking maybe this is going to be another 5-6-0 result for Chelsea, but only just got through that one. But there's a few things that um, I picked up on. Um, Arsenal's defensive high line. First 30 minutes, every time Chelsea put, you know, a 30, 40 yard ball over the top, it was just going over the top of them every single time. Even Cantney got through at one point. Um, but yeah, that that I think that's something that they definitely want me to work on their defence, Arsenal. But saying that, going forward, they could have easily scored three or four goals. Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan had two. Really good opportunities to make it two one and two two. They, you know, from from literally just outside the six yard box should be putting them in, but put it over. Um, the other things was that Chelsea's defence again is probably a talking point, but obviously going from five at the back to four at the back is probably quite a big change for those players. But obviously they got through. They got the result in the end. Um, but what I would say is, is Alonso. He's he's could be probably the best left back in the Premier League.
0: Was he at the World Cup?
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right. OK. I don't think the Spain manager saw the potential in Alonso. Well, to be fair, the Spain manager sort
0: of quit two days before the tournament. Yeah, so. yeah
1: that's probably why he quit. He probably looked at his team sheet and thought, oh, I haven't put Alonso on now, I might as well leave. <laughs> but no, uh, good three points and, and for Chelsea, you know, two wins on the trot for, for Sari as well. You know, I was quite happy with that.
0: No, I wouldn't disagree with you, mate. Um, I think I think the early goal helped Chelsea. Um, I, I was pretty surprised when they went 2 0 up, to be honest. That Arsenal came back into it. I think to get to get the the, the first goal, then the equaliser mm. before half time, I, I thought it would have sort of knocked Chelsea a bit. But I yes. think they made a they made a couple of changes sort of midway through the second half. Ross Barkley came off. Um, still not convinced about him.
1: Yeah he's not been given sorry sure. yeah, sure.
0: given... Sorry, seems to like him but I'm, I'm I'm still not convinced. I think the jury's still out on him really.
1: Yeah, well when Kovacic is is you know fully fit and, and, and trained for like another week or so, two weeks with the squad, I think he'll probably take Barkley's place. But the the thing is is obviously with Kovacic now he's he he's taken Loftus's cheek Loftus' cheek. Place on the bench, so you know, but I quite like Loftus Cheek. But
0: no, I think see. he had a good World Cup. I just, mm. I'm, I'm just not convinced Sari sees season.
1: So season him playing
0: much of a role this year. I think, I think, I think he'll end up going out on loan. I'm not sure. I was sure about to really say, they, to should,
1: they should just let him go out on loan if he's not, there's no yeah, point in not guests. playing him.
0: Okay, so uh, I think from from a spurs fans perspective i think that was a bit of a bit of a no lose game really who won or who lost that but i think it was a good good win for chelsea but arsenal's second defeat out of two and i think emery's got a bit of a job on his hands this year made a few sign-ins, but um i think the fact that neither of us put arsenal anywhere near the top four this season even I think they'll have. I think they'll have the old uh, standard transition season after the new manager coming in.
1: I think they'll probably finish, probably sixth. If I was going to say something, but who knows? They might. They might pick up a few more wins. You know, he's he's clearly got his own way that he likes to play because obviously they're playing out from the back now, which Czech doesn't look a hundred percent comfortable with, but. It's quite a strange one because obviously I've, I've spoken to a couple of Arsenal fans and they're not sure why they've bought another goalkeeper in Leno and he's not, you know, not being played. He's obviously still playing Czech, but Czech's a good goalie.
0: Okay, let's move on to the next one. Which one do you want to talk about next?
1: Um, let's go for we'll go for Tottenham one. You can have a bit of a fanboy moment, one,
0: mate. This is an easy one. <laughs> so, so I think, I think although I've tipped Fulham to go down, I think it's always uh, I think it's always a bit tricky playing a newly promoted team in the first couple of games of the season. But um, I did read this week that uh, Pochettino has an unbelievable record against newly promoted clubs. Um, He's never lost, he's never lost to one, only drawn twice, and I think they've won won about 15 or 16, so he's never lost to a newly promoted
1: club. What, a, what a great fact that is! That is a good fact. Uh, he's beaten uh, teams that have come up from a lower division. <laughs> Mate, you can only beat who
0: who is put in front of
1: you. Uh, you
0: can only beat who is put in front
1: of you. What about his record against the teams in you know, the so-called top set? Oh, can we can we discuss <laughs> let's, that? Or?
0: Let's let's not go off topic, Chris. <laughs> Let, let's talk about let's talk about the fine three-one win. With our uh, with our World Cup stars coming back,
1: Morra's goal was trippier good.
0: Trippier continuing where he left off. Triple
1: free kick was good, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Lucas we'll Morra's
0: first goal and Harry Kane scoring in August. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what else you want really.
1: You did. There were times though when Fulham did put a bit of pressure on Tottenham, and it did look like that they could pinch something, but. Um,
0: I think at 1-1, I, I even think at 1-0, scoring just before half-time, it, 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 it changes the complexity of the game. And then when Fulham equalise, being a, a, a vaguely optimistic Spurs fan, you always think that they're going to drop the points or they're not going to get anything out of games that they should do. But I think when the second goal went in, I think it, I think it relieved a lot of the pressure and then Fulham have to come out and chase the game a bit, and uh, we got the third one. So I think it's a good game. I think it was a good result.
1: Definitely was. Uh, So uh, the West Ham-Bournemouth game. um, There's a few talking points on this one. Um, The penalty, I think a lot of people have, have been divided in whether they think it was a penalty or not. Um, I've seen it a couple of times. There's definitely contact on Hernandez, but he's, he has been known in the past to go down quite easily. Um, and it was it was a strange one that the referee didn't actually give it. It was the linesman. Um, Which think, I don't
0: understand. Yeah. Because the ref's got the the, the best view he was, of everybody. He was definitely I think
1: closer than the linesman. Yeah,
0: he was. yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those ones where if it's... It, if it's given for your team you think it's a definite penalty if it's given against you there's no way I'll know if it was a pen
1: no no obviously with the money that West Ham spent as well obviously they you know their fans last season were saying that obviously they didn't spend enough on players obviously Pellegrini's come in now spent the money but to be honest I don't think they I still don't think they look that great I know it's only a couple of games into the season, but I don't feel that you know Arnautovic is a is a very good player, and I think he'll probably be their best player this season. Um, but again, with the money that they've spent,
0: I, I think I, I think, the, think... Board, I think the, the board had no choice but to back him, a new manager coming in, yeah, especially with what happened last year. But I, I I would still expect them to be beating Bournemouth. Bournemouth are a good side. Bournemouth are an organised side, but I would still expect West Ham to be to be winning that. And I, um, I, there's I just there's something that just makes me think it's going to be same old, same old for West Ham.
1: Bournemouth had uh, a midfielder playing for them. Um, I think he's an academy player that he's that he's been. Put into the first team this season, um, called Brooks. Um, he looked quite good um, on Saturday when um, I saw some of their game. Um, he was getting into some good positions, and for a young yeah. player, he did look very good.
0: But I think that just highlights the point. If you look at what Bournemouth spent against what West Ham have spent, I, I yeah, it, it's it's chalk and cheese. I I I. I I would have seen West Ham winning that that game relatively comfortably, and that's not doing a disservice to Bournemouth. But I think the the West Ham fans just need to need to give the manager and the team a bit of a bit of time to settle. And uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll come good. I don't I don't think they'll, they'll they'll be in any danger of relegation. But at the same time, I don't think they're going to be pushing push him anywhere near europe so i think i think it would just be another another season of mid table for west ham
1: so uh, everton versus southampton um, the, the one of the the big things to come out of the game was jordan pickford um, the, the the tackle um, obviously when he went to kick the ball oh, out he's caught ings um the obviously the Southampton manager Hughes was saying that he, he should have been sent off for it. Um, but I've seen it a couple of times now and the more that I look at it, the more that it looks like he's, he's, he's actually meant it. I don't know what you think.
0: Oh, I, I don't know, Chris. It's, it, it's, it, it's it's one of those, isn't it? I mean, he's he's committed. He's got to come out for the ball. He, he's he, he's he started to go for it. He, he can't really stop halfway. Um, I'm I'm not not convinced there's there's actual intent Uh, but he's he's clearly caught him he's ripped the back of his shirt he's 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 clearly caught him but
1: Um, I don't know
0: I don't know he Pickford's looked looked a bit a bit dodgy a bit a bit sort of uneasy I think I think if I was a Chelsea fan I'd be sort of I wouldn't be too disappointed that we that that you didn't buy him.
1: No, I think we got the right keeper. Just, you know. um I think the, he's a good
0: keeper and he had a, he had a great World Cup. Yeah, there.
1: he the, just
0: even against Wolves, he didn't the free kick that Wolves scored. He he didn't look. He doesn't look. He doesn't look confident. No. It's, like, it's like um he was expecting a move and he doesn't really want to be at Everton
1: anymore. The the free kick um Everton scored from. So um, the the kind of short free kick that looked like it was from the training ground, it completely opened up Southampton, and walk-off finished um, quite well.
0: It was, like, was it four touches? I think it was four yeah, touches. Yeah, like first touches the first as, as well. It was, in, it was in the back
1: of the net. That's very good. And um, thoughts on Richarlison? Obviously signed for quite a, for a big amount of money. I think it was like £50 million. Um, and a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of people I, were kind of thinking that's quite a lot of money, uh, but you look at uh, him so far this season.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot of money, but I'm not. I, I, in in today's market, it's probably it's probably about average. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: I think he he started off great for Watford at the beginning of the last season. He was scoring goals. He was playing well, and then when Silver left, he. He just sort of seems to come to a grinding halt.
1: Yeah, well, they were saying he uh, looked um, really tired at the end of the towards the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I don't um, buy that. I don't. I don't. But why is he any more tired than any other yeah. player? I mean, he's not. To my knowledge, he's not in the Brazil squad. He's not travelling all over the world playing international football. I think. I think it's a bit of a risk, but the fact he scored three goals in two games. I mean. At the money, at the moment, it looks like a good buy.
1: But I don't, yeah, I don't think other fans are going to complain about spending that. And if he if he keeps scoring goals, get some up the table. You know, Only time will tell. Mm.
0: Only time will tell with that. But I think Saints, on the other hand, I think I think it's a bit of a different story. What Definitely. do you think? It's, it's, I can't. I agree with your earlier point. I can't see where their goals are coming from. I think. I'm not sure what Danny Ings brings that Charlie Austin doesn't.
1: And you look at them. You've got Shane Long, Charlie Austin, Shane, yeah, Shane Long, Charlie Austin, and um, Danny Ings. They're not the most prolific strikers in the Premier League. They're not. I don't think one one of them is probably going to get you more than twelve goals this season. Um, no, and I, I think I, that's.
0: I had a conversation with my father-in-law today about Southampton, and I was talking to him about the podcast. And he was talking about Nathan Redmond and how he's not a fan of his, not a fan of his at all. And my view is that I think I think Redmond kind of sums up what I feel about Saints, that they've got a, a lot of good young players who have so much promise but they just don't seem to deliver and no. i think that that kind of sums up what you're saying about ings about um austin about long they're all they've all got the potential they're all names in the premier league they're all premier league players but they just don't seem to deliver and i, just, I think that sort yeah. of sums saints up a bit
1: they just they just needed to spend m- more money on, on getting a, a better striker. I think I think you can have Long and Austin in your team, but then I think you need someone, you know, that is going to get you the, the 15, 16 goals a season. But
0: I think I think that's what Charlie Austin was meant to do when he went.
1: But he, he I, I I don't know why I just, they I, just I don't think, know why they thought uh, that. the
0: whole. Because of what happened last year and them them sort of surviving uh, with sort of two games to go in the season, uh, wow. I, I, I'm not sure whether that's just papered over some some sort of deeper cracks that are already there and, um, and any anyone that seems to be coming through or any good young players that, that they're getting, there's, that Liverpool are just probably going to buy them. That's There's probably just what's going to happen. That's what that's what's happened in the past.
1: Yeah. They'll yeah, either you... end.
0: They'll either they'll either end up at Liverpool. Or they'll end up at Spurs.
1: The uh, Leicester Wolves game. Um, obviously Vardy's sending off. Um, bit of a nasty one that one. How
0: how anybody can say that's not a red is beyond me
1: no nah, it was it was a definite red card uh, you can even uh, see his eye, his eyes are literally look <laughs> like he's about literally about to kill someone yeah I, and, heard, I don't know uh, I don't know why he's done that because it, it it's not like I, he hasn't been persistently fouled by anyone um, to no, be I it just, quite I, malicious I think
0: he's 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 oh, he's a passionate player isn't he yeah I heard I heard a Leicester fan um, on the radio over the weekend saying that he got the ball. So it, it no, wasn't a not a chance.
1: I not think, a chance.
0: No, absolutely. I think if you go back thirty, forty years, it's probably an amazing tackle. It's probably a brilliant tackle. Yeah. But not now. Uh, he, he, he got to the ball first, but his his foot's off the ground. He's he's taken the guy's leg out. I don't. I yeah. don't think there's. I don't think there's any discussion that it's it, a red. But... It
1: didn't cost them the game, luckily, for Leicester. You know, they held on. The Wolves had some good chances, um, but I like inevitably, they couldn't score.
0: I like Wolves. I, I think that was, a, a, a b- b- before the game, I thought that was that was sort of a, an even game. It, it, it was difficult to call a winner, really. But I, I, think, yeah. I think in the end, it's a really good result for Leicester.
1: I think they hit the bar in the post like three times as well. Um, throughout the game uh, and the own the own goal the first goal the own goal that was that was some finish as well the header that was beautiful you'd be proud of that straight, straight to the top if corner you're, you're forward you'd be <laughs> proud of that. I bet he was wishing that was at the other end but I bet he won't score a goal like that at, at all in his life but, but yeah, it, was, it was a good game. Was, that was actually a good game um, like you said the, I quite like Wolves you know they're quite an attacking team as well um, um, Do you want
0: you... another interesting fact, Chris? Go on then. Because I'm full of interesting facts. That in Leicester's squad on Saturday only two players from the championship winning team were actually there. Still in the squad.
1: That is I thought I was hoping you were gonna tell me uh which manager won the Olympic gold medal <laughs> <laughs> i I'm
0: not saying you, that way. <laughs> Uh, that's, so, too, that's too good a question
1: to give away. Uh, Cardiff Newcastle. Yeah, um, fortunately, no, no, not not the most exciting. Probably a good point for Cardiff. Um I
0: think it is a good point. I would I would I would sum that mat- match up in a in a couple of statements. The first being that the wrong man got sent off. How Kennedy didn't get sent off.
1: Did you I see? So I when think. they showed the the replay, that the the referee is literally about three four yards from from the actual thing, but I don't think yeah. he was actually looking at at the incident. But I see now they've the F, the the FA have said they're not gonna give him any more punishment for it. Well, so
0: I, <laughs> do you, do you, do you think we were spoiled in the summer with VAR? I do.
1: Yeah. Because I
0: think I think you're, you you were so used to watching football for for four or five weeks where every decision was dissected uh, by by other officials sitting in front of a TV monitor, and now you're back to the Premier League, um, and you you just expect things like this to be picked up, and you expect it, you expect the right decision to be made. Yeah. But refs are only human. But. So I, don't, I don't know how did he you missed
1: not, that. Did you not think the actual sending off was a sending off? Then? Um, it,
0: not it as was, much as Kennedy's, so that's why I'd probably say the wrong person was sent off. But okay. I, I, I don't know. I, was it in the ref's mind about the first one? I, I,
1: yeah, but, it was high. The, the tackle was high um but again i couldn't make up my mind whether it was actually a record or not and i think you were right in the fact in saying that maybe because he he maybe seen something at half time and had it in the back of his mind that it was probably um he should have got that one and should have sent kennedy off but um
0: we'll never know
1: yeah we'll so
0: ne- we'll never know the reasons why but I, th- I think the only other thing to come out of that game was was the penalty miss and what a time to miss a penalty. Did,
1: it, it, it was qu- if you, you're going
0: to pick a time to miss a penalty, there's no good time. You to would miss have a penalty, if, um, with the last kick of the game is certainly not it
1: because it it was a unfortunate it, because it was I don't think it was deliberate. Are you going to defend him,
0: Chris? He's no, I'm Chelsea just
1: saying player. he was he was unlucky. <laughs> he was you know when you're going from that. When you're sliding in like that, he was, I thought he was unlucky, but the penalty was a shocking penalty anyway. And it, he probably it was not deserve it was, to score it. It
0: was, it was atrocious. Um, it, was, it, was, it was one of the worst penalties of all time. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. So, so I, I think that pretty much sums it up. I think that pretty much sums up that game. But what yeah. like you say, it's, it, it's the first point for, for both teams, I think. I think Cardiff will probably be disappointed they didn't win with Newcastle going down to 10 but they've got a point on the board so so they can't be too disappointed with that. We we'll just uh we we'll just talk about the City game Chris shall we and then we'll move on?
1: Yeah. So uh Aguero hat-trick um, still looking like one of probably the best striker in the Premier League. Um Everything just he seems to touch it just seems to go in. Yeah, it's just he's just one of those players that he's, he's. Whenever he's needed, he's there and he scores the goals. Yeah. Um, David Silva's free kick um, was good. And, that, that
0: was a, that was a hell of a free kick.
1: Um, and Mendy, what are your thoughts on Mendy?
0: Um, I, I want to talk to you about Mendy, Chris. I want to talk to you about him. So. I think he's he's almost as good as a new sign in I think that the the first two games of the season I think he's been he's been unreal he he just gives them so much more of an attacking option as if they needed it but he he's always there for an early cross if you saw the game against huddersfield on on sunday I, I think there was a stat about it's the joint most I've got another fact for you, Chris.
1: It's I'm full the, of them, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I'm
0: full of facts. I love a fact. He it's the joint most amount of crosses by a city player since Guardiola took over. So he with twelve. I think he had twelve crosses in the game,
1: which in is In one game.
0: Which is tied with Lion. De Bruyne. Um, um, who also got 12 in a, in a different game. But his 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 cross for Aguero's hat-trick was just... It, it, all you've got to do is get something on it and it's going... I mean, it was a great finish, but it, it was just so inviting. And I just think he gives them something, something different that not necessarily they were missing last year. But he is a tank. Yeah. He's huge. So I think... One of the things that really stuck out to me about that game is if it wasn't hard enough for Huddersfield going to Man City, if you look at the players that were on the Man City bench, Kyle Walker, Mahrez, Sane, Sterling, and De Bruyne was injured, is injured, so so he wasn't even in the squad, it's... All four of those players would get into any Premier League side and they're on the bench for Man City and they yeah. still win 6-1. It's
1: it's freakishly scary. Do you think that they'll miss De Bruyne or do you think they'll cope just I fine with I think
0: any team will miss him, but I think if there's any team that can cope with, with, with a player like that not not being available, it's Man City. I will I will put it out there now. I love watching Man City play. I think they're so good to watch.
1: So they just their build-up play is is probably even when the they, best even in Europe.
0: They, even when they play Spurs, I'm cheering for City because I just love the way they play football. I I can't see anybody touching them this season. I no. think I think they I think their focus might be the Champions League and.
1: Do you think they'll get more points this season than what they did last season?
0: Oh, I, I don't know. That's a good question. But I'm not sure that's their aim. They've done it now. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, is is that their aim that they want to beat nah. hundred points? I think. I think.
1: I think I they'll don't... they'll co- they will concentrate on the league. And, and but I think like you're right. I think he he will want to win the Champions League this season. And to be fair he's probably got the if not the best squad in Europe to do it with so and
0: they've got they've got Foden coming through as well who who looks a who looks a brilliant player
1: yeah um, he will be, he uh, will it, be something special i think
0: it it must be quite daunting to try and get in over over Bernardo Silva, David Silva, sort of Fernandinho, and but, the sort of players in front of him. But if anything, he's going to learn from them. I just think, even even the keeper. I mean, did you see his assist for his yeah. first goal? I mean, I know I know Guardiola likes keepers to play with their feet, but it's unreal, unreal. But one of the one of the interesting points from that is there's been a lot of talk about. Because um, did you know Chris You cannot be offside from a goal kick
1: I did, I did know that But thank you for telling me I, You're again. Welcome.
0: You're welcome That's like my fifth fact of, of, yeah. of
1: the pod We're going to have um, to get you your own feature At this rate Rich You yeah. can just talk for ten minutes Of all the facts that you fact know d- uh,
0: For the first goal the, the, the defender almost looks as if he doesn't know that rule but
1: And Yeah
0: he has a defender, uh... and he just sort of leaves Aguero, thinking, "Oh, the, line, mm-hmm. the linesman's just going to put his flag up," but he doesn't. But then, what a finish! Um, so, yeah, I, I think I, I think we expected goals in that game. Uh, I'm not sure we expected seven, but um, I, th- I think the only the, the only thing with City that would Mildly worry me Would be If Edison gets injured um, I know Bravo's got Bravo So he's if Edison Does get injured They're sort of Into the Into the Sort of Under-21s team But Yeah I, I, He's the only Only player That I think That I don't think The backups is as good I don't think
1: Mm, i don't
0: don't think bravo is a great keeper
1: he's not as
0: good as edison no
1: definitely um
0: so yeah city all the way for me definitely okay so um we finish our review there um Mark probably won't be too happy because we're not going to oh, talk God. about Liverpool.
1: No, well, to uh, be honest, the only the only notable thing in a Liverpool game was the horrendous dive by Salah. So, um, but that was it. They didn't but play to that to be great. fair,
0: in, in our defence, we both have put them as runners up this year, so I think that will that will slightly soften the blow. You'll be alright. Um, and United, Brighton, we'll skim over that. We'll skim over I don't
1: there. think the United fans really want us to sit and talk about that for five minutes. I think that they've no. had enough punishment this weekend. Absolutely.
0: Apart from Brighton actually thoroughly deserving it.
1: They did thoroughly deserve it. Back they played back
0: wins for Brighton, for yes. United at home. They beat them home And last they did season, play really so. well. And I did, did. just want to
1: mention Paul Pogba. He did not have a great game but Third play for him coming out after the game and saying that he didn't have a good game because I know a lot of other players wouldn't have said that. So
0: yeah, and, he, and that boy knows how to take a pen. He does, yeah. He could he could teach uh, he could teach Kennedy a thing or two. That's for sure. Right. Okay. So now we'll go on to our weekly prediction feature. Um, Not predictions about final league placings, but predictions for upcoming games. So this is where each week we're going to um, invite a guest to share in the predictions. Uh, So we've got six matches coming up for this weekend. So uh, Chris has made his predictions, I've made mine. And this week's special predicting guest is our friend Lewis. Lewis who's a Man United fan. So you can imagine he's, he's hugely happy at the moment. So how this is going to work is the six games each week. Uh, so we'll keep it going throughout the season. So there'll be an average score for Chris and I, and then uh, obviously what each guest uh, gets each week. So we're going to have five points for, a, for the correct outcome of the game and then 10 points for a correct score. So the first game this week is Wolves against my adopted team of Manchester City. <laughs> so Chris, what what have you gone for on this? I week?
1: have gone for two one to Manchester City.
0: Okay, a win for City. I've gone for three nil win for Manchester uh, for Manchester City, um, and Lewis has gone for three one. So we've all gone for a city win, but all by different margins. Uh, so we'll keep we'll keep an eye out for that result. We'll we'll post the uh, we'll post the results on on Facebook and Chris, if you can get it out on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we'll 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 go through the results in the next pod. Next game is Arsenal against West Ham. So Chris, what have you gone for? Went
1: for two 0 Arsenal.
0: Oh, generous. I've gone a bit. I've gone a bit different on this one. I can see it being a score draw, so I've gone for one-one. I can just see. I can see West Ham getting something out of the game, and Arsenal are missing a few chances. So I'm going to go a bit out there and go for a one-one draw. Uh, Lewis has gone for a three-nil win to Arsenal. Uh, so yourself and Lewis with wins. I've gone down the middle for a draw. Next game. Uh, this week is Fulham against Burnley so Fulham at home
1: Yeah, I went for one all.
0: I've gone for a 2-1 victory to Fulham I think they may get their uh, first points of the season I think uh, Burnley are showing a bit bit of fatigue with Europa League so I'm going for Fulham on this one and Lewis has gone for the same score so Lewis has also gone for 2-1 to Fulham uh, next game on the predictions this week is Southampton v Leicester. So, Chris, what have you gone for? 2-2. Uh, I've gone for a 2-1 win to Leicester, so an away win. And Lewis has gone for a 1-1 draw. Uh, so we've dropped down to the championship. Uh, for your favourite, Chris, Frank Lampard, Derby at home to Preston. 3-1
1: to Derby.
0: I've gone for a 1-1 draw. And Lewis has gone for a one-nil win to Derby. Uh, and the final game, so the sixth game this week, was my tip for the for the championship this year: Stoke against Hull City.
1: One-nil to Stoke.
0: I've gone for two-nil to Stoke. And Lewis has gone for a one 0 draw. So what we'll do is we'll 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 publish the uh, we'll publish the predictions online so we can keep up with them. Uh, Over the weekend and then on next week's pod, we'll uh, do the scoring and we'll do our predictions for the following week with a with another guest uh, and see how we get on then. Okay, so I think the only thing left to do for for this week, then Chris, is your answer for the weekly teaser. Where have you gone? (laughs) Who have you gone with? I can't
1: have gone with...
0: Do you have any idea whatsoever?
1: I know exactly who it is. Okay. It's uh, Neil Warnock and he got it in the pole vault.
0: I don't believe it. I do not believe how you've got that. That is truly unbelievable. Unfortunately, it's wrong.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: Although that would be a sight that I think we'd all love to see. The answer is Pep Guardiola. Uh. He won a gold medal in the Spain football team in the 1992 Olympics in Barcelona. He scored Spain's first goal of the tournament in a 4-0 win against Colombia, in which another Barcelona manager, former Barcelona manager, Luis Enrique, also scored. And Spain won the final 3-2 against Poland
1: great full of facts all right
0: yeah so there you go there is there is nothing that that man can't do
1: I should have thought that it was football related really shouldn't I?
0: you should have done really yeah um, rather than Neil warnock pole vaulting
1: okay so
0: uh, but it was a good guess it,
1: mm, it was just a guess it was a guess
0: okay it was a
1: guess. so but there
0: you go you can you can know well your work colleagues with with the facts that I've provided you on today's pod
1: so uh, that will be it for today's podcast the next podcast will be recorded next Tuesday and go live on Wednesday Um, but be sure to uh, like us on Facebook again from view the sideline podcast um, on Twitter at at the FTSL podcast Uh, Go on YouTube and subscribe, and that's view from the sideline. and Email us with any questions that you've got, um, and we'll try and answer them next week. And that's view from the sideline at hotmail.com.
0: Okay, thanks, Chris. So, signing off for the first pod, we'll see you next week.
1: See you later.